All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey, live every weekday at noon Eastern. Welcome in. Happy Friday, hockey fans. It's a February 17th edition of Daily Faceoff Live. I am Tyler Uramchuk, and he is our former NHL goaltender turned NHL analyst, Mike McKenna. Mike, welcome into a Friday edition of the show. I feel like you don't get to do a lot of these. No, this is great, man. I've already been up. I played hockey this morning. They're kind of light on bodies. My legs are feeling it, Tyler. I'm going to be 40 in April. It's uh, This body can't do what it used to, but any day on the slab's a good one. And we got hockey to talk to finish off this week, brother. Let's get it rocking. Ooh, do we ever. First off, a bit of news from yesterday. The NHLPA officially introducing Marty Walsh as the new executive director, a story that Frank Saravalli was all over for the last couple of weeks. So that news is official, but we are going to throw two minutes and 30 seconds up on the clock and start with some action from the ice last night. And if you're a Flames fan, you probably didn't sleep all that well. I know they're fired up turning, tuning into Afterburner with Boomer over on FlamesNation.ca, but the Calgary Flames lost to the Detroit Red Wings, and it wasn't a particularly inspiring loss. No moral victories here. Even though they outshoot the Wings, they lose 5-2. Mike, a lot of people would look at a goaltender stat line and a save percentage that reads 792 and say, who, the Flames need better goaltending, but you're here to say that's not the case. Well, it, last night wasn't Daniel Vidar's best game. And he's been the guy that's winning the, mul- the, bar- the bulk of games for the Flames. But when are we going to start to look at this for the two things that are realistic with the Flames, why they aren't winning? One, they can't score enough. They're 16th in the league in that. But second, look where these shots are coming from. Look at the chances against. It's not shot volume for the Flames goaltenders. It's what they're facing. And it's all coming from inside, man. 
And, and if you're going to be a team that's really going to contend for a Stanley Cup and you're 15th in goals against, which is the Flames, that's better than four teams that are currently in the playoffs right now. Okay. And that's just behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Flames can't score enough and they can't defend well enough. Is the goaltending symptomatic? Is it part of it? Yes, Tyler. But I think there's more to it. Ty, listen to the interview that Frank Saravalli did on Frankly Speaking with Nazem Kadri. What did Kadri say? When can the Flames start to win if we start playing as a team? They didn't look like a team last night. They got run over by Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi, who were fantastic for the Detroit Red Wings, who have now won five games in a row. And, and Calgary just continues to tread water, Tyler. Yeah, and I like the point you brought up about shot quality because I'm looking here at our friends at Natural Statric who they say the Red Wings had 19 shots at 5-on-5 five five in that last game, 19 scoring chances at 5-on-5 five five in that last game. Like they're getting, the Flames are, maybe they're not giving up a ton and they're spending a lot of time in the other team's zone, but it's a lot of shots from the perimeter for the Flames and a lot of letting the other team into the inside in their own end and it's making life difficult on their goaltending and the numbers back that up. So Calgary's got to get better and it just, feels like the vibes are off a little bit. And I did watch our post-game show on Flames Nation yesterday, and this is something that Dean Boomer talked about. Like, this team seems to lack identity. There seems to be a major disconnect between their head coach, Daryl Sutter, the rest of the team, and the organization as a whole. Even Jonathan Huberto's agent, Alan Walsh, who is not afraid to say how he feels. He sent out a tweet last night saying, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Negativity sucks the joy right out of players and he tags the flames in it. That's a guy who represents Jonathan Huberto, and we know Huberto and Sutter have butted heads already this year. So I just, listen, they're still firmly in the playoff hunt. They can still turn things around. They have points in six of their last 10. But Mike, just considering the vibes alone with this team right now, it's almost getting hard to imagine them turning it around. Yeah, it just hasn't happened all year. That consistency hasn't been there, the identity. Yeah. And I mean, Huberto is really the, the canary in the coal mine here. Like he's playing two and a half minutes less than he did in Florida. And you know where the big difference is, Tyler? He's hardly killing penalties at all. 11 seconds per game, Huberto is averaging last year, a minute 50 on the kill for Florida. I think that's a big part of it. I think Sutter's missing out on his usage of one of his most important and expensive players in Huberto. There's the team out east that we were all but ready to declare dead earlier in the season. And here they come in the second half of the season. The Florida Panthers, the Cats are back in the mix. Mike McKenna, and they got another big win last night. Now, on one hand, you look and you go, okay, they're 5-4-1 in their last 10. Points in six of their last 10. We just flamed a team out in Calgary who also has points in six of their last 10. But we're talking vibes here. And the Florida Panthers, since coming back from the break, have beaten the Tampa Bay Lightning by a score of 7-1. to one. And last night, they doubled up the Washington Capitals, beating them 6-3. And I know it was a Capitals team that didn't have Alex Ovechkin, was missing some key pieces. But still, I'm looking at Florida, 62 points tied with the Washington Capitals for that last wildcard spot in the Eastern Conference. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to believe that the Florida Panthers have what it takes to get it done and get into a playoff spot down the stretch here. And a big reason why, Mike, and I'll let you take it away from here, Sergei Bobrovsky in his last five games is looking like vintage Bob. Yes, he is. Last five games since coming back from All-Star, Bobrovsky's 4-1 and one with a 943 save percentage. Now, at the start of the year, him and Spencer Knight were going back and forth, and I thought Knight was going to be the answer. Bob really wasn't great up until January 1st. He had an 897 on the season and a save percentage. Even if you go back to January 1st, he's 8-3-1 and one with a 918. It really does come down to what I think is goaltending. And I think Aaron Eckblad's also found his mojo defensively for that team in Florida. It's made a difference for them. Like the, the scoring has been there. Okay. 
Verhage, Kachuk, Barkov, Reinhardt, they've all been pretty consistent throughout the year for me. I really believe defensively that they've been a little bit better. The power play has been very good. Um, but Bobrovsky, man, he's played a ton. He's found a rhythm. And he also finally put some color back on his pads. He's playing with those all-white pillows for way too long. I think he got a little juice from that. Uh, now, are they going to make the playoffs? Here's the real question, Tyler. Ooh. 58 games. That's the most in the Eastern Conference for Florida. Yep. Pittsburgh and Buffalo have five games in hand on them. Detroit has four games in hand, and they're hot too. So what this really means, it's a race in, race in the East, but the vibes coming from Florida are pretty strong, dude. That team can score, and if they can lock down defensively and keep getting good goaltending, I wouldn't count them out just yet, and I would have back in early November. Yeah, I think the interesting part too, and maybe this works against the Florida Panthers, is they have no money. Like the big story a month ago was they couldn't activate both Hornquist and Duclair because there was no money for it. So how could Bill Zito give this team some help down the stretch? It might be impossible for him to do that. And the games in hand are working against them as well. The Red Wings just two points behind them. They won five in a row. Man, that team's starting to come on, and so are the Buffalo Sabres, who are 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. We got a playoff race in the Eastern Conference, and it is going to be fascinating to keep an eye on it down the stretch here. Let's continue our deadline countdown series. We're 15 days away from the NHL's trade deadline on March 3rd. We are going to be going live on Daily Faceoff and on the Daily Faceoff YouTube for four hours on that day, from noon Eastern right up until after the deadline at 4 o'clock. One name we'll probably be talking a lot about on that day is Ryan O'Reilly. Conn Smythe winner, Stanley Cup winner, but having a bit of a down year pending UFA. And if the Blues kept half of this contract, basically every contender could find a way to work Ryan O'Reilly into their lineup and into their cap situation. Mike, you're a St. Louis guy who watches this team closely, and I want your insight. Are there any concerns about, one, maybe his slow start to the season, and two, his injuries? I think the slow start's probably a little bit more of a concern than the injury. So O'Reilly's been a pretty healthy player for the most part in his career. Uh, the whole team was off for the first portion of this season. It has been something of a changing of the guard going to the younger players of Thomas's Kairos. But O'Reilly's still a key piece, man. And he has scored twice since coming back from his injury. He's looked good in those games. It's just, where is he going to fit in for a club? I mean, O'Reilly's a proven second-line center. I mean, I look at Minnesota and go, they need this guy, right? They need scoring. They need somebody who plays hard, who can win battles. To me, that's Ryan O'Reilly. He's a leader. All of that figures in. But for St. Louis, you know, like, I'm sure that they'd love to keep him. It's just that you've got this great tradable asset. There's no doubt that O'Reilly, for me, uh, would get a nice return on it. And will that team that gets him want to keep him around? You know, is it a shorter term deal? St. Louis would probably do that, not longer term. So um, I think O'Reilly is still plenty capable of another cup run for the team. He's 32 years old. He has put a lot of miles on his body, though. He's been in the NHL pretty much from the get-go at 20. So yeah. I'd say there's some concern there. But, man, if you're asking for somebody for a team that needs help at the center ice position, to me, he's probably the best out there at this stage, especially knowing that Taves is once again out of the lineup for the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, and actually the Jonathan Taves thing, like if Taves was having a vintage Taves kind of season, then the market might almost be a little bit more down for O'Reilly because teams would say, hey, I'm not paying your price, St. Louis. I'm just going to go get Jonathan Taves. Taves in the illness, Taves in his struggles as well. Frank had him outside of the top 10 on his trade targets list on yesterday's show. So I think for O'Reilly, he kind of really is that standalone option if you're looking for a good defensive center who has been through a Stanley Cup run before. And I think there's a lot of teams that would value that experience. You mentioned Minnesota. 
you know, a guy like Ryan Hartman's been struggling for them. They would probably love to have that extra piece down the middle. I think the Carolina Hurricanes are in the same boat. Do they trust Jesperi Kotkaniemi for the for a playoff run to be their number two center? I don't think so. And if you were to look at, you know, swapping Kotkaniemi, moving him down the lineup, and then going O'Reilly, man, Aho, O'Reilly, Jordan Stahl would be yeah. a really nice threat down the middle. So I like Carolina as a potential fit as well but there should be the point is mike there should be a lot of teams lining up for this guy even with the struggles yeah. even with the injuries yeah i agree i mean i'd throw colorado in that mix as well one of those three teams we just mentioned no doubt about it they could use help at center and 7.5 million dollar cap hit you cut that thing in half 3.75 those teams could make that work it is Friday afternoon on Daily Faceoff Live, and that means it's time to kick our feet back and buy a beer. We're going around the hockey world, finding a feel-good story, or maybe someone who could just use a cold one. Mike, I'll let you go first. Who are you buying a brewski for here on a Friday afternoon? Well, this is where I should have a beer right here and just boom, hit the cheers. Uh, I'm going to buy one for Archer Silovs, goaltender of the Vancouver Canucks, who made his NHL debut. And this is really for the whole goalie union. I know it may not have gone as Silovs would have hoped. He allowed five on 27, but he had a really good postgame presser talking about what he learned from the game, how he can improve. And let's face it, man, Silovs earned that start. He'd been a rock carrying the mail for Abbotsford in the American Hockey League. He played 35 games, gone 21, 9, and 4. As a 21-year-old, that's impressive. A couple other guys I need to buy a beer for in the goalie Union. Connor Ingram, a 47-shot shutout. His first NHL shutout, and it set a record. That is the most saves in a shutout for your first ever in NHL history. And did it against his old organization, the Tampa Bay Lightning, yeah. who kicked him to the ECHL, dude. And let's also give one to Kevin Mandelizzi, the Ottawa Senators. Gets his first NHL win, 46 saves over the Islanders in a shootout. It's a good week for the goalie union. Tyler, who are you giving a round to yourself, my friend? For me, I'm giving it to a guy who's been one of the NHL's quietest producers so far this season. And we just talked about the Florida Panthers, but how about the season that Carter Verhege is having, Mike? And this is a guy 15th in the NHL in goals right now, and no one really seems to be talking about him outside of Florida. But his story, his journey to get to this a borderline NHL all-star and a guy who's having such an impactful season. He didn't make his NHL debut until his age 24 season. This is a guy who played in three different American League organizations and spent time in the ECHL in his 20s. And now he's burst onto the scene and is primed to potentially score 40 goals this season. Mike, he's got 29 on the year. He is five away from setting a career high. Not just an NHL career high, he never scored 34 goals in a season in the AHL, the ECHL, or the OHL. His career high in the OHL was 33. This is a guy who's the definition of a late bloomer. He's coming on for the Florida Panthers. He's given them an offensive pulse in their top six when they've dealt with injuries and with certain players struggling as well. And I just don't think Carter Verhegg is getting enough love from the hockey world. Yeah, that's because he's in Florida. <laughs> nobody yeah, well. pays attention come on people wake up to the cats people give florida some worth the clicks yeah carter verhage a hell of a season and if you're a carter verhage fantasy owner you're probably willing to buy him more than just one beer because he's been tremendous for you so far this season let's get into some more fantasy hockey talk with our friend nick alberga Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yes, someone make a trade for our poor friend Nick Alberga. Are you holding your breath that we're going to get the Friday news dump and we'll get like three deals in the next 12 hours? Imagine Eric Carlson has been dealt to the Edmonton Oilers in a package including, yes, a Pugliarvi. Have we found Pugliarvi yet, Tyler? No, we haven't. And I'll be honest, (laughs) give me a Carlson deal, sure, but I want a weekend off. Kenny, wait till Monday, please. I'm begging you. Uh, Let's get into the fantasy hockey talk, and we'll tie it into the trade deadline as well, Nick, because with all this player movement, there tends to be a chance for some players to maybe increase their value. What's your read on Patrick Kane? Is this a guy fantasy owners should be maybe keeping an eye on as we head closer to the March 3rd deadline? Unequivocally, the answer is yes. I am not here for the Patrick Kane slander. This guy had 92 points last year. I think it's very similar to Claude Giroux, where it's like he's just waiting and waiting, and the pressure is on uh, you know, the player this season. He just, he, quite frankly, looks disinterested. And I think, conversely, when you look at Claude Giroux gets traded to Florida last year and really takes off, gets back to over a point per game. And I do forecast the same with Patrick Kane. Uh, I know there's an issue, obviously, with the hip. He doesn't really want to talk about it. I get it. But I still feel like he has a lot to give, and I do think an eventual trade here to somebody will uplift him, get him going. So I'm actually buying on Patrick Kane. If you have the opportunity to go and trade for Patrick Kane in fantasy hockey right now, I think there's a nice little weak pocket here leading up into the deadline where you can make that trade and feel good about life. Okay, so I've been through this before in fantasy where you look at the trade deadline, and there's players out there that are going to get a bump. Like, they're going to be better after the trade deadline, but... You know, sometimes it's because that player gets traded. Sometimes it's because a player is on a team and suddenly they have an elevated role. So have you identified any players that you think are really going to benefit from this trade deadline that's coming up that people should look at buying? Yeah, it's a good point um, that, you know, I'll be honest with my list I've presented with you guys in in mere seconds. It's more so guys who I think are going to get traded, but you can't overlook that aspect either, Mike. That's a good point to bring up is if a guy gets dealt 
what does that mean for the lineup? For example, even like a Vancouver, you know, they make a big transaction with Bo Horvat. It meant good things for a guy like Kuzmenko, right? Who's really, uh, you know, done some good things the last couple games and obviously throughout this season, his first in the NHL. But you look at my list right there, I think it's spearheaded by Ryan O'Reilly. And to your point, you guys were talking about it like five minutes ago. In three games, he's coming back from that broken foot. He has two goals and an assist, plus four. I, I think, again, along the lines of players who are going to be rejuvenated by a potential trade, and maybe he does still re-sign with St. Louis, I think O'Reilly's on my list. I'm very curious to see what happens here with Detroit guys over the next couple of weeks. They've won five in a row. Suddenly, are they involved in the conversation uh, for the wildcard positioning in the Eastern Conference? Your guess is as good as mine, but they, they are on fire. But two names in Tyler Bertuzzi, who I thought was awesome last night in that victory. And then Jacob Vrana, who is recalled, still hasn't played. Those guys could be on the go in the next couple of weeks. Ivan Barbashev is another guy, very Swiss Army knife type guy, very similar to our Terry Lekkinen, who I think picked up value last year, last year going from uh, Montreal to Colorado. And then the other two names in Brock Besser, I think he's a perfect example of a player who can just benefit from a change of scenery. So I have him on my list. And John Klingberg, yeah, Anaheim uh, paid the piper for one year thinking that his value would be expedited. It hasn't uh, thus far. I'm curious to see where he ends up too. Yeah, the Klingberg thing is fascinating. It felt like, you know, in August that the Ducks were basically just, hey, we're going to pay $7 million bucks. We're going to move this guy at the deadline. Yeah. We're going to get a free first-round pick out of this whole experiment. And now, I mean, you're looking at that. They might be lucky if they get a second-round pick. There might not be any takers for a guy like John Klingberg, considering how high his price tag is. Uh, Nick, you're not going to win in fantasy hockey unless you have a rock-solid situation between the pipes. And there are probably some fantasy owners right on the fringe of their playoffs who are going, I need a goalie. What is your advice for them? Mike smiling. We love the goalie union here on the show. Uh, Aiden Hill, that's first and foremost where I'm looking. Logan Thompson's down. He's got two wins, three goals against in two games. I love when goalies step up to the plate, especially when you lose your number one the way Vegas did. Externally, uh, I got to give some love to Arizona. I know they want Connor Bedard, but I think they're doing things the right way. They're playing some excellent hockey this year. I was actually talking to a betting fr uh, friend. Can you believe Arizona has generated the most income for betters? Like if you bet on them on a per game basis, Arizona has done the best for you throughout this season, which is an incredible story. But what I'm getting at is their goaltending situation. Karel Vamelka, the milkman, as I like to call him, and Connor Ingram, you guys just mentioned the stats. Both guys have been exceptional the last little while, so maybe you take a peek there. It looks like Philip Grubauer, once again, has the upper hand on Martin Jones in Seattle. They're winning some games lately. And uh, Philip Gustafson, among the Ocapo Kakinen with San Jose, there's actually been a lot of under-the-radar goaltending, um, you know, things to, to, to watch for the last little while. Even Jake Allen's been pretty, pretty strong. So luckily for all the injuries we've seen in between the pipes, uh, there are some guys out there to help your fantasy roster right now. According to oddshark.com, Nick, if you were to put $100 on the Arizona Coyotes for just their home games this year, you'd mm -hmm. be up almost 1200 bucks on the season, which is wild for a team that's tanking for Connor Bedard. But when they're on home ice, they've been sneaky good in that little 5,000-seat barn. Uh, the Fantasy Hockey Talk, presented by our friends at Montana's. We are giving away a gift card today, 100 bucks, and 100 bucks goes a long way when you look at this fantastic lineup of daily deals. Half-price wings on Monday, $5 tacos on Tuesday, all-you-can-eat ribs on Wednesday and Sunday. When you're sitting and you don't want to leave the couch, 15% off online takeout. You can't beat it, and you can't beat the fantasy hockey advice from Nick Alberta. Thanks for doing this, man. My pleasure, guys. Have a re 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 great weekend. Excuse me. I can't speak today. Great weekend. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>
one. Get our guy Nick Alberga beer. Uh, let's get into our daily sounded like, in hey, he sounded, <laughs> kind of sounded like Gordon Bombay after he got pulled over in the Mighty Ducks when his music was a <laughs> little loud. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's a good pull. Good pull. Uh, daily Faceoff inbox question. Hashtag ask DFO. If you got a question, you could submit it on Twitter using the hashtag. And yesterday, Frank Saravalli dropped his list of 45 names that could be moved ahead of the deadline. Christopher wants to know who are some off-the-board picks that we think could be useful deadline ads. Mike, I'll let you go first. Yeah, this is a really good question because there's plenty of them out there. And I started to think about D first and I went, yeah, you know what? Let's stick with what you know here. I wonder about Thomas Grice with the St. Louis Blues, who's played in a number two role this year. He's, I mean, he's an older goaltender. He's in his upper 30s, but he's had a 909 on the season. He's got a career 912. He's got playoff experience. I think you could do a lot worse if you're trying to add some depth and goal, which some teams will be looking for it, I would imagine. Um, and he's done a pretty good job this year behind that team in St. Louis. It's been challenging at times defensively. And here's the reason why. Um, the Blues have Joel Hofer down in the American League with Springfield. He was an all-star this year. Uh, he's got a 919 save percentage. He's 6-5. In the next two years of his contract, Tyler, they're one-way deals. So he's got three assists this year. He scored a goal last year. Joel Hofer's knocking on the door. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a decent offer for Grice if he gets moved, just because Hofer is likely to fill that role next season. Yeah, if you're the Blues, I mean, probably just take whatever you can get, right? Like, you don't need yeah, them for the rest of the season. You can give Hofer some experience, even if it's a fourth or a fifth round pick. Some teams looking for a third goaltender at some point, so I'm sure they'd like to add him. For me, I'm going down the middle. Teams always are looking for center depth. And what about Adam Henrique in Anaheim, a guy who's got an extra year on his deal and has actually been putting up some really respectable numbers on a team that's anything but. He's got one more year on his deal, paying just under $6 bucks. I mean, if you're willing to keep half of this, if you're Anaheim and you get this thing down to 2.9 million, there are a lot of teams who would probably pay a pretty good price to get not just three months of Henrik this year, but get a full another year of Henrik the year after. Like if I was a team like the Edmonton Oilers and Ken Holland, I'd give up a first round pick for this guy. Even a team like the Hurricanes, like if you miss out on Ryan O'Reilly, what's wrong with checking down to a little Adam Henrik? We know Don Waddell doesn't love going into the rental market. This guy would make a ton of sense there too. Woo, baby first rounder, eh, Tyler? Putting that GM hat on. I'm sure Henry, that'd be a big pump to his ego to get a first rounder traded for him, but I like him. I played my first, his first year pro when he was in the Devils organization. We were together in Albany. Um, he's had a pretty good career and he's consistent. That's the biggest thing for me, Tyler. Even on a bad team, he's been able to produce. So once again, you talk about you could do worse. You could easily do worse than Adam Henrique. He would easily slide into probably a third line center role for some teams or be able to play wing if they need that too. Scoring at basically a 30-goal pace on a pretty bad team. I think those numbers could translate to a contender. Helps you on the PK, can help you on the second power play as well. I like the name Adam Henrique ahead of the deadline. Uh, let's get into our points bet daily bets. Since the All-Star break, I am up 5.3 units. It feels good to be in a good spot finally with the bets. And I got a couple of plays centered around one game tonight. It's the Rangers in Edmonton taking on the Oilers. The Oilers last season, amazing home bet. The Oilers this season brutal home bet they are 13 and 15 straight up you take a look at the rangers who on the road are 16 and 9 straight up you're going to give me plus 110 on a team that's won six in a row going up against a team that just lost to the detroit red wings on home ice listen my oilers nation everyday viewers are going to come after me for this but that's okay i think the rangers are actually a very good value spot here and for oilers fans this dry sidle over two and a half. The line was minus 130 when I saw it an hour ago. Money's coming in on this. He's crushed it in three in a row. He's starting to find his stride. 
four shots, four shots, eight shots. Those are his last three games. Two and a half. Listen, the payout sucks, but I really do think this is a lock tonight. So take the Rangers to win, but take dry settle to throw at least two and a half shots towards the direction of Igor Shesterkin. This evening, this Rangers team is red hot, Mike. Eight, one, and one in their last 10. Are they maybe a force to be reckoned with in the East? Are you starting to buy into them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'd be scared of the Rangers, straight up. Like, And, and it's not just the Tarasenko deal. That team's pretty solid top to, top to bottom, I think. And anytime you get Shesterkin... That's your X factor. So I think they're even better than last season. Could be another long run for the New York Rangers who went to the Final Four last season. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show today with a little bit of garbage time, Mike. And I'm going to handle this one. I had a chance last night to play in the opening of the Ben Stelter Memorial Tournament. For those of you outside of Edmonton who don't remember Ben Stelter, I mean, he was the juice for the Oilers in their playoff run last year. A young boy who was diagnosed with brain cancer. He got to come out on the ice before an Oilers game to be the Scotiabank skater. And since then, him and Connor McDavid were the best of buddies. Ben Stelter was in the locker room after games. He was going out on the road to watch them in the first round against the LA Kings. He was the heartbeat of this Oilers fan base. He unfortunately passed away over the summer, but his family has done an awesome job keeping his memory alive with a whole bunch of different initiatives. And yesterday was the start of the first annual Ben Stelter Memorial Tournament in Edmonton. Just a bunch of people coming together to kind of play the game for the right reason. And Evander Kane was out to drop the ceremonial puck last night. And uh, Ben's dad, Mike, on the right side there, former Oiler goaltender Joaquin Gage on the left as well. It was just a really cool night. It's going to run throughout the weekend. And I wanted to give a shout out to Connor McDavid, who donated a couple of signed jerseys and a bunch of signed memorabilia for a silent auction. And it's all going to the Ben Stelter Fund as well, which is going to help out other families who have a youngster going through what Ben went through as well. So it was a great night. It's going to be a great weekend. And I just wanted to give a bunch of love to the Stelter family, who has been amazing throughout this entire process. Yeah, to everybody involved, the Steltler family, uh, from the players you mentioned to the entire Edmonton organization, really Edmonton in general, that's a, yeah. um, a great cause. And, and if I'm going to go real quick here, I just take one thing. I want to say congrats to Cam Ward, who was the first inductee to the Carolina wow. Hurricanes Hall of Fame yesterday. So that's my little garbage time to tack onto that. Yes. But I'm glad you got to be part of the Ben Steltler Memorial. That's awesome stuff out there in Edmonton. Yeah, and also uh, the Oilers organization dedicating the proceeds to their week-long 50-50 to the Ben Stelter Fund. And when I was at the game against Detroit, the jackpot was already at $3 million. Edmonton loves their 50-50, and Oilers fans loved Benny Stelter. Uh, that's going to be a wrap on a Friday edition of the show. Thanks to everyone who tuned in and was active on the YouTube chat this week. Mike, you have a good weekend. Hockey fans, you enjoy all the action, and we'll be back Monday at noon Eastern. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.